0: Hello, welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast for the week of December 16, 2013. This is episode 215, and I'm Chris Bevelo, president of Interval, we're the healthcare marketing firm that puts on the podcast with me today in studio, starting on my right.
1: Jackie Olson, <laughs> i Jack Ol- that Olson, you- <laughs> Jack Olson, account manager with Interval,
2: Robert Prevo, senior account director with Interval. And Adam Meyer, creative director at Interval. Hole, huh? Wow, that,
0: here we go. Jack-hole. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. We're in a Bud Light commercial.
1: I'm going to get stuck on that for, I think, a few more podcasts. So just... Jackhole? <laughs> my, I already have a bad nickname from my new name. You just created it?
0: Well, you're the one that shortens all the words, totes and everything. So I used to you... Jackie Olson she used Therbis. to be Jackhole. <laughs>
1: It works. It fits. No, that's fine. It's like that's my high school nickname. I like Jack. It
0: was Jack Hole? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't even want the backstory to this. Yeah. One. I'll Jack, spare I like Jackie O.
0: That's that. that yeah, that's, that's good. There
1: you go. Okay, <laughs> that's a little,
0: just little more, classy. more classy than, than, <laughs> yeah, than Jack Jack Hole. Cole. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Okay, let's do updates first. Uh, I've got two official updates and then one um, SAT update. We'll do the official updates first. Uh, don't forget to check out. JoePublicRetreat.com for all the deets on the treats, the retreat in February second
1: sold Joe Public
0: Retreat Scottsdale Arizona where it's February eighteenth through twentieth. Well, they had a giant pile up in the in Arizona from snow. So they wouldn't say it's warm there. We would say it's warm. I say it's warm today when it's seven out. (laughs) And I felt like, yeah, let's go swimming or something. It's balmy. It's balmy. So, um, yes, we're very excited. Remember, we only have room for 12 healthcare marketers. So make sure you get it while you can. Get it
1: while it's hot. Mm -hmm.
0: And also, don't forget, we have a nice content marketing white paper. Or it's just a paper i don't know if it's metamorphosis white. It's green it's more <laughs> green it's a content marketing green paper available for download on our website so check that out uh and then our sad news robert robert's leaving us i'm leaving but i will be tuning Palmer. into this podcast will you <laughs> forevermore are you just so, saying that no
2: no no <laughs> no, no <laughs> i'll tune in totally
0: so your last day is tomorrow Tomorrow, it is. Yeah, which is last week, if you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. So I'm long gone, if you're tuning in. <laughs> but you're not going far. No. No, I'm no. Uh, I'm staying near, in fact. You're staying near, yes. Yeah. And we'll still be in touch and still yeah. be doing things together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's been like a year?
2: Yeah, a little over a year.
0: Wow. Starting yeah. a... A quick year. Starting a new
2: little venture of my own, but we'll be watching from afar. Nice. Fondly, do you want so. to describe sure.
0: your venture? Are you prepared to describe it? Or yeah,
2: you- yeah. I'm uh, starting a... Prevo PR and communications, and we'll be focusing on um, that, so more communications and PR work. Nice. So, yeah, excited. See? That's cool. We always have a need for that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well,
0: exciting.
3: See on that's the flip side. for you. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I you told me you frost. were going
2: to be making candles. Shh. Oh,
1: sorry.
0: Well, that's on the side. <laughs> you got to pay the bills, Adam. Come on. <laughs> that's what the candle making is. Right, right. Exactly. What's the name of a candle maker? Isn't her name? Uh, like the a candle maker's a cobbler and a... Candler, a candelier, <laughs> a <Yep>. waxer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I
0: don't a wax a... ear. Wax <laughs> ear, Ear wax. You've got a wax ear. <laughs> that sounds like something you'd definitely need to wear rubber gloves for. <laughs> yes. Well, we're sorry you're leaving us, Robert, but it's good to know that you won't be far. Yes, we'll for sure. Have sure. drinks. That's the most important thing.
1: <laughs> He's leaving just in time to get all hopped up on eggnog for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Is that what you going to do for the next Are you guys eggnog fans? No. Are
0: we transitioning to holiday? This is the time of year, by the way, that we squeeze in healthcare <laughs> marketing insights into our podcast, but <laughs> yeah. we really have to work hard at it. So we're going to get to them if you're new to our podcast. Don't worry. Just hang Speaking in there. Speaking of eggnog, Google Glass, eggnog and diarrhea. <laughs> 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 There's an awesome video. Who found it?
1: Adam.
3: I st- yeah, I st- loop, loopinsight.com loop dot com is a kind of a Mac focused slash guitar focused blog that I follow.
0: what that's too. That's like it's a it's a tree <laughs> well, focused slash salamander focused.
3: It's a it's a it's a it's a dude in the Mac community who's kind of he's got a lot of ins with uh, people who work at Apple. So he kind of has a lot of insights. So and he loop plays insight. The guitar? Uh, and he's also a guitar player, so he kind of has a blog where he talks. And he's got other people who actually blog with him. Um, he's kind of grown his little empire there. Uh, but yeah, this is just something he'll post everything from so guitar to Apple stuff to then humorous things like this on there. But <laughs> this was pretty good.
0: Well, we'll post a, we'll post the link to it. I mean, who wants to? I mean, basically, it's just a guy who's. What's funny is they call him the Bluetooth Man. So apparently, they've done videos where it's just a guy in Bluetooth. So you mm-hmm. can imagine what that would be. But. It's just a guy walking around a mall essentially using Google Glass, but he, and it's real mall setting. He just does what you would assume people who are self absorbed on Google <laughs> Glass would do, and it's whatever it is.
1: It is pretty funny. It's, it's, very it's funny because
0: we can all relate to that obnoxious person we've yes. seen doing
2: <laughs> that kind of thing, whether it's on at an Bluetooth. airport, at a mall. Yeah, and whether it's on a Bluetooth or.
0: No, no, Google Glass, <laughs> as he keeps telling people. Yeah. I, there's just, that's one of. Um, a few things that really has me frightened for the future. That dynamic, even the thought that they could allow cell phone use in mid-flight makes me want to never fly. Is it even up for debate? The FCC? FCC is likely going to rule that they will no longer ban it. From an FCC perspective, Uh. they don't believe it will cause any problems with the (laughs) in-flight technologies. That's why they won't ban it. Until angry passengers well, who that's are forced their, to listen to it. Start that's and, not their forte. So, they, so they're so they not saying that it's good or bad. They're just saying, hey, this isn't going to screw the with plane the, down. With, yeah, it's not going to bring the plane down, so we can't ban it. Delta, bless, I, and I don't think I've ever said this in my life, bless their souls. <laughs> I like Delta, actually. Um, it used to not be that way. Has already come out and said, even if the FCC says they will allow it, they will not Thank allow goodness. it because their customers have been so vocal about it.
1: People yeah. can turn off their phones for the duration of a flight. What was it they can't even do that
0: they can't even do that because they will right. have people like you know on their little conference call even after they've told you to shut it off, so they can't even do it now but it's interesting. the
2: last the last delta flight
0: we were on I think we
2: were on it together they <coughs> they on the loudspeaker said delta's proud to be the first airline that. Um, does not require you to shut down your cell phone. Mm-hmm. You can't use it, but you don't have to like
0: power everything right, down. Right, right. You can use the gaming or yeah. the reading or whatever. What I mean, Jackie, is that you're right. People should be able to. Right. But they, they can't even like turn it off when they're told now. I mean, it's just, it's that just proves the point. No, I you know. You can't do it.
1: I mean, it's a problem with society at large. But That's I what just mean, yeah. it, it's,
0: it's just like the Google Glass thing or the Bluetooth thing where people are so. <laughs> self-absorbed that they can't I mean can you imagine sitting next to some of the d-bags that already are like that on flights yakking on their
1: no it would make for even even more unpleasant experience than flying already is
0: (laughs) 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 trying to show how important they are yeah yes that's half of them that's the the guy who was on the flight that I had right behind me who was just like half the time it's a middle-aged man who is trying to show how long his blank is to whoever he's talking to, and you know it's for everybody around him. You know he's like, no, no, I won't allow that. The deadline's not slipping. We have worked too damn hard, Ed, for this to slip. You tell them that we're sticking to the fifteenth. When I land, I'll come in and I'll deliver the. But there's no, no, Ed, no, I don't hear that. I mean, it's, that's the honest conversation, and that loud too.
1: We're all yeah. proud of you. You don't
3: even need a phone. For, I mean, Chris and I were, we were down in Silicon Valley having food. At, where the hell are we eating? Some little fish restaurant that smelled so bad of fish. It just made, oh I God. couldn't even eat.
1: That's smelled like so fish too. The, yeah, oh,
3: but the guy right across, I it must have been sitting with a coworker or something. But it almost looked I don't, the, the age discrepancy. It looked like it could have been his mom. Yeah, but he was just going on and on about how awesome he is at work and and loudly and very loud. It was it was ridiculous, and he wasn't. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't need a Bluetooth or a Google Glass to uh, proclaim to the world how awesome he was. He just had the restaurant.
0: Yeah, and it was one of those classic. And this is this is so stereotypical. So if you're in IT or project management, please don't hate me. But that's what it made me think of. That this guy, because he was railing like, "We've got the we've got the schedule software." I mean all you got to do is enter the dates. And and Mary was talking to me about how blah 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 and I told her, you enter the dates a b c. And and he's so he's all, you know, up in arms about right. really nitty-gritty schedule software. Stuff.
3: <laughs> but just on and on we were there for like yeah. an hour and it was from the beginning till it when we left, brutal. he was still going. And we were hungry, and oh. tired and
0: we're just like, oh, come on! <laughs> I, I,
3: I had gotten to the point where I was already like, I was so hungry that I lost my appetite and I just felt sick. I couldn't even eat. So then Chris gets this big ass kettle of uh, clams or mussels or uh, something. I'm
0: uh, uh, <laughs> just like, oh god! I got <laughs> this was, guy. I like, have a headache and now I'm sick. From the odors. <laughs> and you gotta listen to this guy. So we were seg- we're segueing way too far away from holidays. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we have? Didn't you want to talk about what's good or bad about holidays?
1: I think you Jackie did. O? But
3: there's a lot that's sure. good. There's
1: I think people get a little cray cray. Cray cray crazy. Yeah.
0: Oh. In what way? You mean like Black Friday? We already talked about that. Oh
1: yeah, maybe I'm still harping back to Black Friday. But <laughs> you had a story. I mean, people just. I think post offices bring out the worst in people. I don't know. Yeah, people are people are just nutty around this time of year. They They're are. kind of like obsessed with material things, and yes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's the opposite of what you want the holidays to be about, yeah. I think, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Not me, of course, but. <laughs> <laughs> no one no,
0: else. Yeah, yeah. My experience was I went to the post office to send a package overseas and get some stamps. And I tried to go like at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I thought, oh, this would be a good time. <laughs> line out the door. One poor clerk in there. And and I'm like, well, you know, it's the middle of December. It's what you get. So I'm just, whatever. Just deal with it, right? Well, Some dude gets in line behind me. And as soon as he walks in the door, he's, he's bitching, and he's bitching out loud, and he's a little dude with glasses that's just like, you just want to go, come on. And he's just like, this is ridiculous.
1: Short man syndrome. federal.
0: He said federal government like eight times, and I'm like, oh, no, please no. And then he walks up in front of everybody to the desk, and he yells at the dude. Wow. Would you get somebody out here to open another window out? There are 15 people in line. This is ridiculous. And what was great was me and two other people were just on him. Like, we are like, we don't need, I said, we don't need to hear from you. The woman, like two in front of me said, he's the only guy. It's not his fault. The other one was like, don't get on him, you know. Whatever. So the guy was kind Good of like guys. he turned away, turned around, and you could tell he was all <laughs> flustered and embarrassed because he didn't expect he thought like we were all gonna jump yeah! on
1: his- yeah, Let's he- get political. We're all gonna jump he- on going he- he to
0: Pull out our boxes of tea and dump it with him to my gesture. <laughs> but we didn't. We were like, dude, whatever, relax. And then he oh, mumbles, wow. you know, and uh-huh. he must have been with his wife, because his wife, like, shh, just calm down,
1: man. <laughs> oh, how embarrassing for her.
0: Yeah. Barry. Classic. Barry. <laughs> be quiet so anyway
1: but people yeah. should just recognize that lines are going to be longer traffic in places is going to be a little more hectic yep i don't know it's people the just holiday hustle it. bustle
0: you should yeah. be thankful that you're out in the hustle and bustle right if you are mm-hmm. if you're if you're lucky enough to be shopping in a mall you should stop and go this is awesome i get to go shop in a mall i'm not out of work i you know i actually have money to buy gifts because if you're not in those situations, you're not dealing with that. You're actually fighting for sustenance. Pain, to and, keep the heat on. In the right, house. to keep your heat on. So, yeah. God bless you, Mary Joplin.
1: You can actually make it out <laughs> in this weather, then you should be grateful.
0: Okay, one more thing, and then we'll actually get to the healthcare marketing. I always love looking at my spam mail. Because, <laughs> you know, you always get like the Nigerian dude who's got $2 million, he's got a. He's gonna move and or whatever. <laughs> I got a new one today. I'm just gonna read it to you verbatim. I've never got
1: anything like this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My name is Gregory A. Franklin. I know a single birth mother whose pregnancy was unplanned, and now she has a baby girl. The baby is just three days old. The birth mother feels her baby will be best with with a loving, caring, kind, and accepting adoptive family, couple, or single parent of any race. During her pregnancy, she has used no drugs, cigarettes, or alcohol. She is still in the hospital due to lung disease. If anyone is interested, please kindly contact me by email. Her name is Kate, and I'm her attorney. If anyone is interested, so
1: an El Bambino.
0: The email is Greg at firm (laughs) dot com. I I was gonna just Google (laughs) firm.com. Nice.
1: So (laughs) you never know what you're gonna find. I'm trying to tap that holiday spirit we all have and I
0: sent that to my fiance and said, What do you think? We've got room. (laughs) (laughs) The gift for the person who has everything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's just horrible what do you think so what's the scam well
1: they're you know, gonna ask for money I suppose eventually ask for money you oh, get some sure. poor
2: family that wants a child and they're like that desperate I guess that so you get an email and the you gods act gods shined it. upon us and, they're
0: smiling upon us with this mass email
2: throw your deposit down and start the process to get this yeah she,
0: she probably needs to pay her baby. lung disease bills to be released from the hospital so mm-hmm. you can just cover that and
1: the that's tens right. of thousands of dollars
0: Okay, okay. Well, now let's finally get to after fifteen minutes of other stuff. Um, we really only have one thing, but I think it's worth it's worth so th- it worth discussing. This was a story, um, Adam. You saw it somewhere else first, I think, but I like that it's in the New- it's referenced in the New York Times, so it's a legitimate source. Um, it's a it's a, it's called the Opinionator, so it's just a column, December four to make hospitals less deadly: a dose of data. All right. So now the story is about hospital errors and it's based on a new study published by the Journal of Patient Safety. All right. So up until this study, um, folks around the country have basically used the number 98,000 to represent the approximate number of deaths a year in the U.S. from hospital errors. Now it's based on 1984 data. So that's Wow, is that 30 years old? Yeah. God, that makes me feel old. (laughs) That is insane. Um, So they've done a new study, and their new study shows that the actual number of deaths due to hospital error is 440,000 a year, which would be one-sixth of all deaths in the United States. It seems high. Actually... It's one-sixth of all deaths nationally, making preventable hospital error the third leading cause of death in the U.S. And then it goes on to say, 10 to 20 times that number of people suffered non-lethal but serious harm as a result of hospital mistakes. So Adam, when you first posted this, I, I was just like, there's no way. right? And I still, I, you know, there's no doubt that there's avoidable hospital deaths, and a lot of them. So I'm not Mm -hmm. even questioning that. But when I broke that down, it came down. I can't remember what the number was, but I was like, well, how many is that per state per year? It was like, I don't know, was it 25 a day? So I just took like 50 states even out. Minnesota is roughly like right in the middle population-wise. It would be like 25 deaths a day in Minnesota from hospital error alone. And I just find that it doesn't pass the sniff it, test. And yeah. I what do I know? I looked at the actual study um and I you need somebody who could actually understand like clinical research to to parse this and know whether they've made some kind of dramatic error. I'm waiting for you know probably first American hospital <laughs> association but somebody credible to come out and say okay um you've made a mistake here and here and here, and you need to move your decimal point. What's interesting in the study itself, it says the conclusion says there was much debate after the IOM report about the accuracy of its estimates. In a sense, it doesn't matter whether the deaths of 100,000, 200,000, or 400,000 Americans each year are associated with PAEs in hospitals. I assume that means preventable something errors. Um, Any of the estimates demand assertive action on the part of providers, legislators, and people who will one day become patients. I agree that it's a problem, but you can't just say "eh." Doesn't matter whether it's a half a million or one tenth of that, because I just feel like if you're that far off, right, you just invite people to just dismiss it—the problem. You don't—you're not doing anybody favors. Not—I don't know. I have no proof. It just seems unbelievable to me. It does. Now you were talking about your own situation because you've obviously spent a lot of time, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean the whole, literally the
3: last year of our, my my wife and I's lives have been spent in a, either in a hospital or, you know, with cons- consistent weekly appointments for some serious stuff. But yeah, I mean, there've been a number of, I mean, when you're in, when you're, the system is so ridiculously complex and there, there are, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with multiple hospitals and different locations and, and so many different people, different doctors, different care providers, and, and there's, there's you know, people coming and going and, and people going on vacation. And it's just like, there are so many opportunities either from a technological standpoint or just from a human standpoint for the ball to be dropped and we're not not in i'm you I mean, in some of these cases, I'm sure they're talking about like you know either wrong site procedures or leaving tools in somebody or things like that in this case, it's just like right. you know with us, the errors that we've caught were um you know from you know, dosages of of pretty important medications being you know changed like over the phone, like change it to this, but then that never really being recorded in the system. So the next time they need to make an adjustment again, they're like, oh, so you're at this, so change it to this, and they're like, no, we're not at that, we're at this, and right. let go to this. Or going in and getting blood work drawn for you know very critical labs, and then those, and then never getting results back because it, they never went to where they were supposed to go. So it's just kind of like. There are so many of these things that I, I don't know for us if those things would have led to death, but they cer- certainly could have led to complications, um, right. you know, in the life of a, of a child who is dealing with something that's you right. know, fairly life, life and death. So I don't know. It's just it's there's 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 uh, the system is so complex. There's so many opportunities for something to go wrong mm-hmm. that it's you know it's it's believable that the number is significantly higher than what we suspect it is. But yeah, these numbers seem a little
0: absurd, almost. I don't know it's it's hard you certainly i mean the, the study is very intense and it's you know phd led and so who am i to question their what they did and i started trying to read it and i'm like okay <laughs> this is beyond me. but it's just you know i think minnesota robert you may be able to, to talk to this a little bit minnesota is has been pretty advanced in trying to measure um what are they called uh adverse health events yeah, but think there's a nickname for them—never events. Yeah, Is it never yeah. something. Yep. Um, so things that should never happen that lead to essentially death. So wrong side surgery, mm-hmm. um, falls, right. And and if I remember right, the numbers reported on an annual basis are in the teens. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So this this first report came out with the ninety eight thousand. I think it said it came out in eighty. Well, Mm -hmm. 84 data, but it came out in 2008, I think, when that number first came out, or fairly (laughs) recent. (laughs) I think that's what it says here. Um, But that was about the same time that at least Minnesota was the first state to start reporting those NEVER events and any adverse health events. So every hospital would report that, and so that's an annual thing that comes out actually in January. And you're right, I think the number of deaths from errors uh, we're, in, we're in the teens, you know, and the numbers have stayed pretty steady despite right. the efforts because the idea is that we're really public about this. We share information of how to improve, but I don't, I mean, it's been kind of the same or I very similar each hmm. year. So that, so that this, you know, this report and looking at what I mean, at least one state's
0: example or what their report is, I mean, that
2: obviously doesn't jive at all. Right?
0: <laughs> I think no. we talked about this a couple of years ago when the report came <laughs> out and that, you know, the press often like, you know, it's, it makes it sensational. Right. Um, and, and I remember if it was last year or two years ago, that yeah, like the, the number of adverse events went up, like it went up from like 12 to 14. Yep. And it was, you know, the headline was something to the effect of like, you know, they've increased, it's horrible, we're going backwards. And it's like, it, you're going to there's, you're not going to eliminate these. Right. Mm-hmm, right. You can't we're in human. the state of human on an humans. annual basis, you right. can't eliminate human right. error. So you will always have those. The fact that it's that low should really be celebrated. Now, that, what they consider adverse never events, I'm sure these guys are talking about something broader. Um, but still, we're talking about an exponential difference. So let's just assume it's 25. Right? These, I don't think. I think it was in the teens. But let's say they found mm-hmm. 25 a year. These guys are saying it's 25 a day. Right. But it's right. such a huge difference right. that it makes you go, "What is something?" <clears throat> Off, right. One way or the other, and I, my guess is it's definitely more than twenty-five a year or a year, right? Right, but twenty-five a day. It almost makes me wonder: do twenty-five people a day die at total in a hospital a right. day in hospitals in Minnesota? I'm right. sure that probably they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to find that figure out. Mm-hmm. To, to, to think that the the third most likely form of death is a hospital error. That just does not make any sense. That seems third-world country-ish more than it does civilized. Well, when you think of deaths, how many people die in a hospital versus die in accidents versus heart attacks versus whatever? It just doesn't even make sense. If it was the third leading cause of deaths in hospitals, that I might (laughs) get. So I don't know. I I really, again, I have no grounds to stand on, but I am waiting for somebody um, to... Somebody come in and say, yeah, your, your decimal's in the wrong place. <laughs> Oops. Because that does happen in, in these kind of studies. Would that be considered a never event? An, an <laughs> Possible a mathematical data. never event? <laughs> what, what we should get into more and don't have a ton of time is this, this story actually does a better job of saying, well, what are you supposed to do with this information? You're, you know, as a consumer, you need to really pay attention to quality in hospitals. And it gets into... And I think in a very frank way, how difficult that is. We spent a lot of time talking about that over um, podcasts in the last few months. And this is really honest about the stuff that that we complain about, right? So it talks about how there's all these different resources um, for finding out quality information in hospitals. And one of the paragraphs I've highlighted says, all of these groups measure different things, which is why a hospital can rank near the top on one list and near the bottom on another. Most groups make money by charging hospitals to use their logo and ratings and their publicity. Consumer Reports is an exception. It doesn't allow hospitals to advertise its rankings. Well, that's one of the first times I've ever seen that acknowledged in the mainstream yeah, press. Mm-hmm. That, hosp- that, that these people that are rating hospitals, these organizations, many of them make their money by charging the hospitals to publicize the very ratings that right. they're giving them. And that the, wait a second, conflict of interest potentially, Right um it it tears hospital compare a new one which is also not a surprise to me mm-hmm. talking about um how bereft it is of helpful information it's focused on just a few things it's outdated um the quote here from which you could, you consider this a competitor because it's leapfrog group but that's a a group that measures safety which by the way now is charging hospitals oh, really to publicize its leapfrog group ratings but it says um ceo Hospital compare has a lot of bells and whistles, but underneath it's nothing. Most hospitals are rated as average on every measure, and most measures are not things of great interest. We're further along, but we're really in the dark ages and reporting information in a way the public can use. So I was really pleased to see mm-hmm. that, that they were really calling this out, saying it's, it's bad out there if you want to actually... In the in the end, I think Adam, you would advocate for the same mm-hmm. thing. You have you, if you can, or somebody who cares for you, needs to be the advocate for your own health. Yeah. So you cannot trust your caregivers. And that's not because they're not good people, that right. they, they're not trying. But it's like you said, the system is so convoluted yeah. that you need to pay attention. If they say we're changing from medication a dosage of of fifteen milligrams to thirty milligrams, you need to know that. Right. Oops. Because it may not get in the system. They may Mm -hmm. misread it. They may look at an old entry. It's really up to you if you can.
3: Yeah. And it's, I mean, it should be in your best interest to, you know, be as knowledgeable as possible to about, you know, the care you're receiving or the medications you're on. Um, it's, it's, I mean,
0: as much as you can, as much as you can be. I mean, there's, there's,
3: there's, there's stuff that I certainly don't understand about, you know, what's going on with our little boy, but, um, just because it's so far beyond me, it, you know to understand the immune system to that level um that I understand it as best I can and then ask questions, but that's 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 what you have to do I mean you have to ask questions
0: right, and you've got to trust your caregivers, yeah, and you don't have a medical degree so in, in the end you have to trust them mm-hmm. but it's not usually the individual caregivers' the problem it's the system it's the that system. they're in yeah yeah that's where you can really play a role that they should play the system the hospital the health system should play that, but I wouldn't trust it, yeah, yep, I wouldn't trust it. All right, how's that? We got some healthcare <laughs> marketing in there, I think. We, we touched on awards and rankings and, mm-hmm. but it's always good to to hit on just the bigger picture. We're a
1: little sometimes. bit in there, yeah.
0: Meaty, <laughs> meaty, meaty subject. All right. Well, it's our final hurrah for Robert. Any last words? Any final words? Oh boy, it's been great. It's been a great ride. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads I looked to back, back oh, on that finally. That was a softball, for what? For our our most popular phrase.
1: It's been a great ride. That's what she <laughs> said. Oh, oh, oh. Dang it! Can't that's, believe I didn't still funny. catch that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we're glad you were with us for a year. Glad you're we sticking did. around. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, for the arrogant healthcare marketing bastards. This is Chris Bevelo
1: jackie olson
0: robert prevo and adam meyer we'll talk to you next
3: week